Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Children. WYGM Orlando. WJRR HD2 Cocoa Beach. We are football. We are FM 96.9 The Game. We've got UCF basketball on our airwaves tonight. Pre-game starting at 6.30. Tip-off at 7 o'clock with Mark Daniels on the call. West Virginia is the opponent. And UCF heading out on the road for this one. They are two-and-a-half-point favorites. So a little expectation there that the Knights will be able to pull in a win, which will be a rarity as of late. They've lost three in a row. They've lost five of their last six. And my hope and dream that this team that beat Kansas at home at one point in the season felt like this team might be able to become one of those tournament darlings, yeah. 11 seed, make yeah. a little bit of noise. and Like, oh, wait, UCF's in the Sweet 16? Yeah, that's over. Yeah. That's over. They're not – they would have – at this point, I think even if they ran the table for the rest of the regular season, maybe they'd get in. I mean, they would have a win against Texas Tech, Iowa State, yeah, I Houston. Think they'd, get in. they'd probably get in, but that's asking a lot. It is. So that's not going to happen. The realistically, in terms of what they could actually do to get into the tournament, uh, the big dance. I think they they might be an NIT invite. They got to make some real noise in the Big Twelve tournament, which yeah. is. But well, I guess it's I not going to be easy. Of course, it's not going to be easy. It's the best basketball conference in the country. <laughs> so uh, I think a good showing. You can feel good about the way that UCF has played in the Big 12 thus far, given that it was their first season, they have already far exceeded my expectations for what I thought I thought this program was going to be able to do. The, the football season didn't really go all that well. I yeah. thought the basketball season was going to be an unmitigated disaster, and that has <laughs> not been the case. Wins against Kansas, wins against Oklahoma. You know, you feel win against Texas on the road. You mm-hmm. feel good about some of the things this UCF basketball team has accomplished. So there's 27 games left for the Magic. If we look at the standings right now, they are in the eighth spot, tied with the Miami Heat. Now Miami does have the tiebreaker. That doesn't matter yet, but as of right now, if the playoffs were to start today, the Magic would be in that eighth spot because the Heat have the tiebreaker on them as far as season head-to-head record. They're half a game back on the Indiana Pacers who have that precious sixth spot. If you're in the sixth spot, you don't need to play. In the play-in, you're automatically in a first-round series in the playoffs. So that's the goal, is to get up there and to not have to worry about a play-in. That's right. Magic are two and a half games back on Philadelphia. Philly's free-falling right now. We don't know when Joel Embiid's coming back. They're three back on the Knicks, who have the fourth spot right now. They're Give pretty, it to me, baby. They're pretty banged up right now as well. So only three back on the New York Knicks, who have... A load of injuries, OG Ananobi, Julius Randle, that they're dealing with right now. So the Magic have a legitimate shot to move up to four, which is as high as they could go. They're not going to be. They're not going to crack the top three, but they could legitimately. This is not pie in the sky thinking. They could break in 
to the four seed if everything breaks right. And here's part of the reason why they might be able to do this. Not only is the competition around you not that fierce and they're dealing with their own set of issues, the Magic play 14 of their next 27 games at home. Basically the entire month of March is Magic home games. We know how well this team plays at home. They're one of the best teams in the NBA on their home floor this season. And according to schedule metrics, they have one of the easiest schedules in the league from here on out from a pure competition standpoint. Love it. So things are looking good. Now my guy over here sort of predicted this when the season started, and we all called him crazy. (laughs) So, Stefan, remind us of your prediction, what gave you confidence in that prediction, and how good you're feeling today. I'm feeling real good. We'll start there. I'm feeling real, real good about my magic prediction at the beginning of the season, and I, I, I saw this coming, but I saw it coming because of what was laid out in front of us. And so when I looked at the teams in the Eastern Conference, I knew certain teams weren't going to be better than us. I knew the Pistons. I knew the Wizards. I knew the Hornets. I knew the Nets. I knew those teams were not going to be better than us. I had no confidence in teams like the Hawks. I had no confidence in the Bulls. I thought the Heat would be there. But I also knew out of the teams that were in the top last year, somebody had to tumble. If not one, two teams. It happens every year. And for some reason, we don't anticipate it, but it happens every year. Somebody who is in the top six always tumbles down. And we're seeing now the free fall in Philadelphia. We're seeing the Knicks. We're also seeing the Bucks struggle mightily, right? So there's are three teams that are tumbling right now. I also looked at this Magic team, and I saw what they did last season, and I just had confidence in their ability to bring it back together. I believed that Jonathan Isaac was going to produce once he got on the floor. I had confidence in Markel Fultz being a solid point guard, Cole Anthony coming off of the bench, and I, I didn't predict that the uh, roster that Coach Moses put together would be the one, but he set up a roster where his first team, I don't, his second team is almost as good as his first team the way he's got it set up. And so not in terms of like how they produce, but their ability to come on the floor, make an impact, not necessarily lose the game. I mean, they're the fourth-ranked bench in the league, so yeah. it's not that crazy to say that. One of the things that has made the Magic potent this year, and you see this play out all the time, yeah. where starting lineup-wise, the Magic are good, but sometimes they go up against teams that just, they're just, they just have stars, yeah. and, the Magic, and the Magic don't. I think we saw that against the Knicks which is an extreme example, right before the All-Star break, you saw Jalen Brunson was going nuts in the first quarter. Then they broke the starting lineup. And when that happens, the Magic have the advantage on most nights, and they're able to grab a lead. They're able to set the starters back up to come back in. All of a sudden, they're playing from ahead. You know, it's like the team in football that that likes to rely on the ground game a whole lot easier when you have a lead. So the uh, like guys like Franz and Paolo are able to play from a position of either it's a close game or they already have a lead rather than having to play the catch-up game because the second unit does such a good job. Yeah, so I said the Magic were going to be a sixth seed. I said they could, I, I felt like they could make five. You could make the fifth seed, but I comfortably said a sixth seed. I said at worst the eighth seed. And I said the play-in game is an automatic. Everybody was like, oh, we'll just be happy to get to the play-in game. I was like, if we don't make it to the play-in game, break up the whole team. That's how I felt about it. Like this so team, I was with you there. Yeah. Uh, that, that was where I was entering the year. It was play-in or bust. Or bust, yeah. And I, I feel like now that would be 
I, I would be left really scratching You'd my be head. Real upset if we ended up in the play. I don't even think it could happen at this point with uh, <laughs> with the teams that are behind you. The the teams that are not even in the play-in line, they just have no interest in winning games at this point. Yeah. So you'd have to really screw up royally to not make it to that point. But my expectations have grown since the season started. Throw out preseason expectations. Not for you, because you thought that this was going to happen, <laughs> but for me, throw that out. Play-in? Play-in is, is already a guarantee. I'm yeah. not even worried about that. Absolutely. It's about, it's about crawling up. Yes. To that playoff One game slot. at a time. One game at a time. Got to get there. Because what I don't want to see this Magic team do is end up in a one-game scenario where they got to play the Heat. Right. Right. That would be horrible. And so I still, I'm holding my prediction sound. I still believe the Magic come in fifth or sixth seed. I still believe they can make that fifth seed spot. You know, and with, with a little pixie dust on top of it, maybe even crack the top four. But... I don't see any reason with this schedule that this Magic team has left coming up. You know, I don't see any reason. You got a stretch where you're playing Atlanta, Brooklyn, Detroit, Charlotte, Washington, with Utah sprinkled in between there. That's a five and one run there, right there. That's a four and one run. Like, there's no reason this team can't make it to the to the fifth and sixth seed. Not I, a chance. I do think, as it stands right now, with the Magic being as close to it as they are, and with the record they have in front of them, I think the Magic are going to be in the playoffs come the end of the season. I don't think they're going to need a play-in game. Yeah, I agree. And and then it becomes a conversation of, okay, now who do you want? Go ahead and give me that Southeast Division Championship while we're at it, though. Okay, sure. Yeah. That might have to come with it. Yeah. If you look at the teams that are involved, I... Off the top of my head, I believe it's the the Heat. Uh, without looking, I'm so bad at NBA divisions. <laughs> All I ever do is look at the conference now, record. Who do I want to play? Hawks, I want to play the 76ers. Hawks, Heat, Hornets, Wizards. Yeah, Hawks, Heat, Hornets, Wizards. Nice. Got it. Uh, so I, I wouldn't be opposed to There's a few of those teams I'm just not that worried about. Not at all. And the Magic probably don't win a first-round series, but I feel... Somewhat confident going up against even Milwaukee at this point. Exactly. They're fallible defensively. The Knicks, I think, are gonna put it together. I really don't want to I don't want the Magic to play the Knicks. I don't want to play the Knicks. I don't want to play the Cavs. I don't think the Magic match up well with Philadelphia when Joel Embiid is on the floor. True. So to me it's It's Milwaukee. <laughs> it's Milwaukee. I kinda wanna see and so that and so the top three I think are pretty much already set in stone. Boston's gonna be the one seed. Cleveland setting themselves up to be the two, and then Milwaukee. And if it sits that way, and the Magic get the sixth seed, they're going to play the Milwaukee Bucks in the first round. They are, yeah. I love that. I'll take that all day. I'll take that all day long. Yeah, give that to me. Actually, the Magic, based on the Magic's history, they might want to actually end up with the eight seed and play Boston. Play Boston. That's what I was just no, going to no, no, say. Give no, me the Celtics, no. baby. This is a different. The Celtics <laughs> team is uh, is a beast. So, j- before we break, your general assessment of the unofficial first half of the season. Give it a grade, a peer review, a Yelp review, however you want to phrase a- this. I give it a B minus C plus, uh, and this is based on expectation of of what we expected to see on the floor. I'm very glad. I'm very happy with what I'm seeing in Jonathan Isaac. I want a little bit more out of Wendell Carter Jr. I want Mo Wagner on the floor a little bit longer. 
Um, I need some. I need a spattering of breakout games for Markel Fultz. Um, I appreciate what he's doing, but I need him to go for 25, 30 points at least five <laughs> times before the season's over. I'd like to see him get to ten. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, and so I miss. I this is this is just me. I miss Goga Bataze. I just miss him. He was great in the beginning of the season. Um, but yeah, I'll give him a C plus. I'll give him a C plus. C I like plus. what they're doing. You um, went from so easy on the Magic to so hard on the Magic. Oh yeah. Well now we're grading their their on court performance yeah. as a team. This is a B this is a strong B plus no. assessment for me. I got I you got, got Palo if you told me we're at the all star break and you're talking magic right before the season starts back up. The Magic are above five hundred. They have one of the best home records in the NBA. Paolo Bancaro's in the All Star game, and everyone is healthy. I'd be like, "Where do I sign?" Absolutely, you're right. So that's that. It, and but, I did not think that I would be assessing the team <laughs> at this point, saying all of those things out loud. So screw the B plus. I give him an A, A A minus. The okay. only reason why I even dock them at all is because. Three-point shooting is still a problem, it is. and they chose not to address it at the deadline. Yeah, But outside of and Markel Fultz is Markel Fultz. slipping into irrelevance, and, and like you said, Wendell Carter Jr. been a little bit disappointing. So between Dell, Fultz, and the lack of movement at the deadline, those are my negatives. Everything else feels like an overwhelming positive. Yeah, I can see where you're coming a from. grade. I'm looking at it, and I'm saying Franz, Paolo, Jalen, A+. Plus. A plus, Wendell Cole Markell, mm, B minus. It's not Cole's fault though. He cut his hair and he hasn't. He hasn't been the same since he cut his hair. Both him and Markell after they cut their hair. Um, but Jonathan Isaac's making up for it, so I'm in. Yeah, the fact that he's playing, he's increasing his minutes, and he has been legitimately per minute one of the best defensive players in the Heck NBA. Yeah. That's all you can watching him ask block for. Wimby was just it was just fruit to my loins. Was the last time you heard that on sports radio, it's been a minute, probably since the last time you sat in. <laughs> Good bet, bad bet coming up right after this. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.